Bonjour, dickheads. Good evening. Hello. Welcome to another episode uh, of my podcast. It's called Paul Taylor's Monday Night Live because my name is Paul Taylor and it is Monday, the 29th of January and it's 9pm and we're live on YouTube. Let's go. Um, you can either watch this live or um, if you're not watching right now, then you might be watching it afterwards on YouTube uh, or listening to it on your favorite podcasting apps. Shout out to the 300 of you that w listen to these episodes only. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Uh, hello, uh, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Uh, it's Monday. It's the end of January. Uh, it's been a long month, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! But cheers, everybody. I'm drinking a non-alcoholic uh, white martini with some tonic, and it is delicious. Uh, who have we got with us live Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Anushka, uh, we've got Anne Austin's in the house, uh, we've got Blue Marin, uh, we've got Kazukio, uh, Olivier Dulag, uh, Red Becky's in the house, Anton Benedict Tria really wants to know when I'm visiting South Korea, whenever, find me somebody out there that wants my show and I will come. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Tatiana Tara's in the house, Bridget Leonard, just legends. The legends that are always on this live. Pokraj Roy, hello my friend, Gio Trevi, um, who uh, correctly says this month was 700 days long. My manager, Adam Crosby's in the house. Um, Linda's in the house, Margaret Phoenix is in the house. Hello, um, welcome. It's Monday night. What's going on? What's going on? I tell you what's going on in France. Uh, <laughs> the country is losing its fucking mind. As am I. Um, first of all, we had people throw soup all over the Mona Lisa at the Louvre in protest for whatever it was. Uh, so that was fun. And then today I saw a video circulating of a man in Gare de Lyon, uh, Gare de Lyon, which is usually the less eventful station compared to Gare du Nord, uh, Gare du Nord where a, a, a guy was just running around naked in the station, took a shit on the floor, picked up his shit and threw it in someone's face. Uh, <laughs> so that happened. And then to top it all off, we've got the farmers who are on strike uh, because they want better pay. They've blocked some of the motorways uh, leading to Paris with their tractors because they're fucking angry at the people throwing soup on the Mona Lisa being, ah, oh, we're not getting paid enough to make the vegetables that you put in your fucking soup and now you're throwing the soup away. What are you doing? Also angry at the guy who took a shit in the station being like, oh, this is perfectly good fertilizer. Fucking hell. So France has lost its mind. And so have I. Whoo. As Red Becky says, don't look at the news, Paul. It's not worth it. <laughs> Listen. If a naked man took a shit on the floor in a train station and threw it in someone's face, that's worth it for me. That brightens up my day of doing nothing. Oh, God. Jesus. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it, literally, the French farmers literally emmerdé the government and municipal offices. Correct. Um, whoo. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm back in Paris. Can you tell? Um... So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, Le pays part en couille Santiago Arnavisca says, uh, yeah, the, the, the country is going away on a bollock. Ça part en couille. It's, <laughs> what a phrase. I love this phrase. Ça part en couille. Uh, it, it's, I mean, what would be the, what would be, it's going to shit. It would be the English translation. But I like 
is going away on a bollock, on a testicle. It's leaving on a testicle. <laughs> oh, what? How are you leaving? Oh, mate, you're going on tour soon, aren't you? Yeah, where, how are you leaving? You going by train? By foot? No, I'm going by bollock. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whoo. Um, uh, I mean, what happened in New York? Great question, Red Becky. Well, to follow on from my previous, uh, last week's uh, podcast, um, what happened uh, in New York? What I don't even remember what we did. Oh yeah, last Monday, I was doing a couple of shows. Uh, I had some bad shows and the, the two other shows in New York were shite as well. So then I canceled uh, the following two shows just because I was, wasn't feeling well mentally. I was just like, all right, what am I doing here? Uh, and then spent the next couple of days just <laughs> being, uh, being depressive in my hotel room. Uh, so I was glad to get back to, uh, to, to Paris, to be honest. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been doing nothing, ladies and gentlemen. I've got nothing to report to you. Uh, nothing interesting. Not like in the good old days when I was touring and I could shit on the audience of a specific, uh, show that I had just done or a specific city that I'd just been at. Well, I guess I could shit on New York, couldn't I? Um, but, uh, in Paris, if you're interested, if you want to come and see me tomorrow, uh, if you live in Paris, uh, tomorrow I will be a part of, uh, Mike Ward, sous écoute, uh, he has a podcast. He's a famous comedian in Quebec, uh, mainly French speaking, but English speaking, but he's in Paris uh, to do some live recordings of his podcast, uh, Sous Écoute, tomorrow, 6 p.m. Is the, sh is the one that I'm on. There's one at 6 and I think one at 9.30. I'm on the 6 p.m. tomorrow at the Fridge Comedy Club uh, in Paris. So uh, come and see me for that if you want. Um, and then next week I'm in Nice uh, for a, a show in French with a bunch of people, French comedians, funny people, on the 6th of uh, February uh, in Nice. I think it's called Opéra Stand-Up or Stand-Up Opéra, something like that. Uh, so those are the sort of upcoming gigs that I'm doing. And apart from that, you know, fucking just chilling out, mate. Just trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Do you know what I mean? Um, Anne Austin says, I was once walking through Paddington Station in London and a huge pile of pigeon shit landed on my head. <laughs> It had just fallen off a girder in the roof. Still, better than a shit in the face. Wow. I haven't heard the word girder in a long time, Anne. Girder meaning like the metal beams that are above your head at a train station, I think. Um, oh man, I don't think I've got any good stories of pigeon shit or bird shit. I've had bird shit on me a couple of times, but nothing overly remarkable. It wasn't like on the way to any special event or when I was wearing a tuxedo or anything. It just, 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 I, I mean, you know. Uh, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Alexandre again, are you actually on ho in holidays? Uh, in English we say on holiday uh, and it's singular. It's not plural like French, les vacances are plural. You can't say la vacance. Une vacance, en vacances. See, I have no idea whether vacances is masculine or feminine because uh, you don't ever singularize it in, in in French. It's always plural because you don't just go. Yeah, ours is a. It's an uncountable noun. I'm going on holiday. What do the Americans say? Vacation, vacances. That makes sense. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, no, I'm not on holiday. I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm not doing anything. I'm <laughs> I am. Uh, what's the word? Ah, I'm seeking unemployment benefits, but I'm not seeking anywhere because it's not, it's not, um, oh, ça m'est pas du, merde. It's not, um, it's not given to me. It's not allowed to me. It's not, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't do, there's no, I don't get unemployment benefits, but I'm unemployed right now. Um, this is my job right now because you're paying me to do this. So uh, that's, that is what's happening. Uh, but I am going on holiday in a couple of weeks with my lovely wife and daughter to, uh, to Thailand. Uh, so, because we were supposed to go last year and uh, we didn't manage to go. So we postponed the trip to the school holidays. Uh, and so we got fucked out of about 3,000 extra euros that we had to pay for the flights and hotel because it's the school fucking holidays. Welcome to being a parent! Woo! Um, so anyway. Red Becky, you've been burning the candle at both ends. What a great phrase. I don't know what that is in French. I think it's faire la chandelle or something like that, isn't it? I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's good that you're doing nothing. For, I, I agree that it's doing nothing for a bit, but I'm fucking bored. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going crazy, crazy. Um, what else? What else is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Um, New York had me sober. Yeah, it, I mean, to be honest, it did. It was, it was a refreshing, uh, it was a refreshing change of atmosphere, New York. Um, because I'm used to doing shows, if I'm honest, with people that know who I am, right? In France, when I do shows, even if I do English shows, the people that come to the shows know who I am. They've seen my shit online or seen who I am. So they're more forgiving, right? That I, I walk on stage and like, Whoa! And then I, uh, I make a joke and they laugh. Uh, whereas in New York, no one knows who I am. So uh, the jokes are shit. I'm shit. Everything's shit. Um, Florian Beaufreton is in the house, my editor. The only people watching this are my editor and my manager. <laughs> and 154 other people. Um, New York concrete basements where nightmares are made of. Oh, yeah, in reference to the song Concrete Jungle, where New York concrete basements where nightmares are made of. Yeah, it, there's, there's one extra syllable in there, Florian. Doesn't work. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, Anne Austin says the shit of the pigeon was uh, during her way back from. The, to the office after lunch. Oh, that's embarrassing, isn't it? Then you've got to go into the office. They probably don't have a shower, so you're using the toilet paper. You're like, oh, why did they install a hand dryer? We don't have any paper towels now. I've got to use the toilet paper. And you know what it's like when you wet the toilet paper and it gets all fucking crumbs. It's like having crumbs and dandruff on your shit. Doesn't work. You're just like, oh, why don't they make this? So then you're like, oh, does anyone have And you're fucked. And you're just like, well, do I use? How do I just try and rinse it out? But then the hand and dry is good because then you can dry the shoulder eye. Ah, yeah, you know I mean, just shit, pigeon shit in Paddington Station. <laughs> I'm going to tell my daughter that story because she was playing with Paddington Bear. She's got a Paddington Bear and uh, it's cute because uh, she decided to undress him and she put his little coat on our radiator and she put his little boots underneath the radiator uh, because that's what we do with her stuff because it's raining 24 hours a day in Paris and it's cold. So when we get home from school, we take a little coat and we hang it up next to the radiator and we put our shoes under the radiator so they get warm. So she did the same thing with Paddington. Bless his cotton socks. Literally cotton. I don't know if he's, if he's made out of cotton. He's probably made out of polyester. Woo! Anton Benedict Trier, you flew Air France. No, I didn't flow. I, I flew with a company, <laughs> with a company called La Compagnie. Ah! <laughs> oh. 
It's the best. I fucking love this thing, right? It's an airline called the airline. <laughs> uh, when the when the uh, the organizer of the show in New York uh, called Colin was like, "Yeah, Paul, we're flying you. Uh, on, uh, on va te faire voyager avec la compagnie." I'm like, "Where? Well, cool, laquelle?" She's like, "Bah, la compagnie." I'm like, "Yeah, which one? Which which company? Which company am I flying with?" She's flying. You're, you're flying with the company. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm flying with the company, but which fucking company? She's like, the company. And uh, it's a true airline. It exists. It's a business class only airline, which is quite good, actually. Um, so basically the whole plane is business class and it's like cheap. It's like Ryanair business class. She had a good deal with it. It cost a thousand euros uh, instead of, I mean, I, I would have probably got economy. Do you know what? I would have rather stayed in a fucking hotel and paid 700 euros for the flight and then 300 euros for the hotel then stay in an apartment without any heating in it. But we flew with La Compagnie. I'm like, that's a great name for an airline. Because then as we land afterwards, we're gonna go have a coffee in a place called The Coffee. Uh, and then we're gonna go for a meal in a place called The Restaurant. And you're watching a show called The Show. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, Aqua Josh. Hello, mate. Dois-je étudier le français à Bordeaux ou Toulouse? Um, I would say Toulouse for the accent, because the accent's charming. If you understand the Toulouse accent, you will understand most of all of the other accents in France. And also, if you study in Toulouse, and when you graduate, you might be able to work for Airbus, because they're based there. Uh, the legends at Airbus, the ones that fill out my show every time I go to Toulouse, half of the room are from Airbus. Fucking legends! Um, and at least the doors don't fall off of their airplanes. Uh, mid-flight. <laughs> oh, God. It's une vacance, apparently, according to Patrick Schnullwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwillwill
Oh, come on. Don't what other ones were on there? Mark Morris two pack featuring Dre California Love. Good work. Lo, Los del Mar that Macarena was on there. Come on. Uh, George Michael Jesus to a child. Oasis Wonderwall was on there. Bon Jovi Hey God. Ah, oh, look at these class. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy zone coming. Look at that. Just class. Just. 34. I wasn't far away. I said 32. Look at that. Oh. Um. So yeah, that was a long answer to the question. Go to Toulouse. Toulouse everything. Um. Uh, what else is going on? Um. Adam Crosby. Now you're more Old Spice. Referring to the deodorant called Old Spice. Is that what you were referring to? Or is it just because I'm old? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, what else is going on? What else is going on? Uh, will you get back to Switzerland soon? Francis Taut. Taut. I am actually. Well, soon. I don't know if May is soon. Is it May? Did I write it down? I don't think I wrote it down. Yes, I did. The 18th of May, uh, Saturday, uh, I will be in Geneva at a comedy club called Le Coustique Comedy Club. I don't think you can buy tickets yet, but put it in your calendar, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Caustic Comedy Club. Um, I don't know why I'm doing a German accent. They don't speak German over there. I mean, they do, but not really. It's more French, innit? Innit? Fucking Geneva, mate. Um, so yeah, that's the next time I'll be visiting Switzerland. Um, Unless something else comes up between now and then. But I don't think so. Um, Alex Javier says, Has pensado en un show solo en español. Hombre, lo que pasa es que estamos aquí lunes por la tarde en directo. Muy bien, muy bien. Um, I have thought about doing a show. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, people. Um, but it's more fun when, I lost, when I've lost my mind. Spanish, yes, I would like to do. Here's the problem. Here's, I mean, here's the whole problem with doing comedy uh, is that when you do it, you have to then start from zero all over again if you decide to change countries. So if I did a show only in Spanish, um, it would be, I, would, I mean, I would have to then, it's just, it's difficult to manage multiple languages at a time in terms of career progression, right? I've been doing this bilingual thing for so long, and now I'm going back to zero, starting again in English. And while I'm starting again in English, while I'm stopping the bilingual stuff, uh, and then uh, maybe I'll do stuff only in French at some point, because I will run out of money, because uh, English comedy, uh, as I found out from New York, uh, I'm fucking shit. Uh, so, uh, Spanish, I'd love to do Spanish only at some point, but then, you know, I've got to do the comedy clubs in Spain, start from nothing. Uh, find a new manager that speaks Spanish. Now that I've got a manager that speaks English. <laughs> uh, Adam, you got to learn some fucking Spanish. Hola, como estas? Um, so yeah, I'd like to, but it's so much effort and so much time that I don't know if it will ever happen. Maybe it'll happen, you know, in like 10 years when I'm done doing English only comedy. I don't know is the answer, but I would love to. It's uh, one of those things uh, that I would enjoy doing. Uh, very much, uh, yes. Hello, my name is Paul. I am from England. I don't know why I'm speaking with a Spanish accent, but it's very good. Um, 
Pokraj, uh, that tonic water is what's done it. Yeah, mate, the tonic water and the, uh, the cocaine inside. Um, Aiden Vlogging Limited. I love how fucking mental New York has made you. Whoa! <laughs> Mate, I was always this mental. I just calmed down for a little bit. I calmed down for a little bit. Uh, and then, um, you know, do you know what I mean? And then, uh, and then I'm back to it now. Uh, Eddie Izzard did a show in about six different languages. I know! And um, they were all shit. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I, I actually saw him in French. Uh, years ago. I have a picture with him at a venue that I actually ended up performing at. Uh, when did I take that picture? It would have been in 2014. 2014. If I go, if I do that and I type in my name, uh, it should come up with photos of Paul Taylor in 2014. Um, and maybe I'll find a picture. There he is. Oh, but my wife's in the picture. I can, I can cut her out. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is 2014 at a venue called La Nouvelle Eve, which is where I have, where I did my first show, Franglais, for three months. We filmed my first show in that venue. And then I did the, my most recent show, Bizubai, for three months this time last year, January, February, and March. And all of that uh, room, I loved that room so much because I went to go see Eddie Izzard in that room and we took a photo. Um, uh-oh. There it is. Hey, me dressed as a Mormon, as usual, because I think I had just done a show. Uh, and uh, the wonderful Eddie Izzard. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, yeah. I say he did a show, she did a show. Sorry. I completely uh, fucked that one up, didn't I? Anyway, yeah, she's, she, I haven't seen what she's been doing in a while, to be honest. Uh, I've been too busy in my own mind doing my own comedy. To, but that was amazing. Amazing experience. But yeah, so anyway, the show was in French. That's what I was going to say. The show was in French. And I want to say like half of the room was French media because my wife was like, oh, that's the presenter from that show. Oh, that's that radio guy. So there was a lot of business people business. A lot of, this was before, this was a year into me doing stand-up, right? And um, honestly, the show would have been better if it was in English, just because what she'd done is translated the show, uh, mostly the English show, because I think I saw the English show previously. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was a feat of, it was amazing. It was amazing to see somebody do a show in another language. But because I spoke both languages, it felt like, it felt forced in a way, if you know what I mean. It was like, oh, I'm doing the show in this language because I can. Uh, it wasn't, uh, what's the word? I don't know. I don't have the word. But anyway, it was great. And I know uh, that she's done stuff in German. She's done stuff in... Um, uh, I want to say not Farsi, maybe. I don't know. I know she was learning. I don't know. Anyway, it is it, it is art legend. Um, Mormon era Paulie T. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> it took me a while to understand your your writing there. B U R. I was like, is he being? Is that supposed to be an Indian slur? Bura bura. And then I, I realised it was bruh, bruh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, do you modify your jokes depending on the public? Uh, we would say audience in, in English, Mathilde. And the, we do say the public, but it's, that's a, a, a French. We, we, we say the public, but we say the audience. For a show, it's an audience. L'audience. Uh, um, up until now, 
the language is what's changed. If I realise that the audience doesn't speak good English, then I switch it. I try and tr take the bits that I can do in French and, and put them into French and, and vice versa. And then depending on what else I'm doing, like if I did, for example, I did a gig for Pernod Ricard, uh, where I was hosting like their award ceremony. And obviously the jokes there are completely different because it's a different audience uh, that want different types of jokes and comedy and you're not allowed to say certain things. What was hilarious when I did the, the show for Pernod Ricard is that you weren't allowed to talk about being drunk on stage. It's like a big taboo. Obviously they're working in alcohol and we all know that getting drunk um, is fucking fun, but it's also not good for your health. Uh, and therefore they asked me not to make jokes about being drunk on stage. I was like, oh, okay. I guess the whole part of my show where I talk about quitting alcohol uh, because I got so drunk, I should probably not talk about. Uh, <laughs> Genuine, Viviane, is the word I was looking for a minute ago with Eddie Azard. Yeah, it didn't feel like a genuine show. It just felt like the person, you know, it felt like somebody forcing themselves to, to do the show in, in French, whereas the whole audience clearly spoke English. Uh, because most of the show was either British expats like myself or people of the industry. Do you know what I mean? Um, Adam Crosby, maybe one day you can modify your jokes so that they are funny. Oh, shots fired! Bruh, bruh. All right, well, I guess I'll leave the building. <laughs> yeah, and then you know what, Adam, then I will rehire you as my manager when I find myself funny. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Oh God. Um, uh, what else? What other questions do you have, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm warm, I'm sweating. I took my jumper off this time because I knew last time I was too hot. Uh, Bratislabat, again, question from my kid. How old is your kid? When you dream, do you dream in French or in English? And do you scream as when you're awake? Oh, do I shout like I'm currently shouting? Screaming in English is a crier, but I know in in French you use the same word, right? Je crie, il crie, tu cries. Yeah, it's the same. Scream and shout is the same. That's a weird thing, isn't it? That screaming and shouting is the same verb in French. Is it? Je crie, tu cries fort, crie. Ouais. Et quand tu cries, yeah, you scream and shout. Yeah, there we go. I don't know why. Um, do I, I scream in my sleep? Uh, yes, of course I do. Uh, do you dream in French or in English? I, I, I get this question all the time and I don't know the answer. Um, it's, it's both, I guess. I don't know. I don't really pick up on a language when I'm in, I don't know. It depends who I'm with in my dream. If I'm with my wife in my dream, it's probably in French. If I'm, if my best mates are in my dream or my mum or something like that, I'm, the dream's in English. The dream is the same as real life, right? So, uh, although I think I've talked about this before, I learned the word for desert in Arabic in my sleep, which was fucking weird. I had a dream that I was learning Arabic in a classroom, like a Wall Street Arabic classroom. Um, the, the, and the teacher was writing the thing, no, he was writing, the, he was writing the word in Arabic and then underneath he was writing it in the Latin alphabet, the English alphabet. I, we talked about this before. I can't remember the name of the alphabet. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, and he was making me pronounce it and it was, 
No, I don't think it was written in English. It was just written in Arabic. And he was like, this is pronounced Sahra or something like that. Sahra. And I'm like, oh, pronouncing. I wake up. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Um, he was like, oh, this is the word for desert in, in, in Arabic. So I wake up. I'm like, is that really the word for desert? And I looked it up and it is. And then I realized that the Sahara Desert is just the desert desert. We pronounce it Sahara because we're twats. But I think it's pronounced Sahara or something like that, right? And so the Sahara Desert is the desert desert. It's like having the <laughs> les, montagnes, monta the, 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 les Montagnes Mountains. Do you know what I mean? It's like as if the Alps were called Les Montagnes. Uh, so anyway, uh, great question. Uh, Misha Luna, the word for desert is Sahara, so the Sahara Desert is a desert desert. There we go, exactly. Uh, do you scream in French and shout in English? Oh, there we go, there we go. Um, see, there's a good joke. I'm just gonna have you guys write my new show. Do you know what I mean? Um, you should come do a show in New Brunswick, Canada's only official bilingual province. Is it? I thought Ottawa was, I mean, Ottawa's not a province, is it? It's um, a city. Hey, you might be right. Because Quebec's technically French. Is it though? Is it? Um, yeah, I don't, what's the city in New Brunswick? Um, oh, test, test of geography, Taylor. Good work. New Brunswick. I'm, I'm trying to think of a city in New Brunswick. Uh, no, I don't have one. Let me uh, look it up. On the Google Maps. Uh, Google Maps. New. Le Nouveau Brunswick. Le. <laughs> New Brunswick. Uh, we have St. John, Bathurst, Edmonton. <laughs> it's like Edmonton, but not. Uh, Chelmsford. There's a Chelmsford. Rogersville, where everyone gets Rogers. Uh, Hampton, Sussex. Hey, they're all Salisbury, Moncton. I guess Moncton's the biggest city. What's the capital city of uh, New Brunswick? Is that do we say a capital city for a province? I don't know. I know fuck all, mate. Uh, Saint John, Saint John. All right, John. All right, Dave. Uh. No one wanted me, apparently. Oh, John McGovern's in the house. Hello, mate. Isn't that the same with chai tea? Exactly. It is chai. Chai tea is TT in whatever language that is. I don't know. Look at me. Look at me. Chai tea. What other words do we... I feel like there's a, a bunch of words like that. Chai tea. Sahara Desert. Whatever. Uh... Mathilde, I've heard that in America or Canada, humorists, comedians, as we would say, uh, use a lot of sex jokes. Uh, since I moved to Montreal and go to a lot of English shows, I noticed too. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'll be honest, yeah. In my experience in New York of like open mic nights and uh, beginner comedy shows, there was a lot of jokes about dicks and vaginas, if I'm honest. Um, so yeah, you're probably right, Mathilde. I don't know. I don't know if it's a, but there's a lot of comedians that don't talk about that, but I feel like in France, maybe they, maybe it's a little bit, I don't know. It is a good, uh, a good question. Um, 
Paul Placeway, what a fucking great name, Paul. Mate, what a name, Paul Placeway. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I thought there was another spider in here. There isn't. Uh, Los Altos Hills in California. Yeah, Los Altos just means the high, the, the, the hill. I mean, I don't, if, uh, I don't know if altos actually means hill. It just means tall. If somebody is alto in Spanish, it means they're tall. So the tall hills, I guess. Um, my favorite place name in California is Los Gatos, the cats, which is near Cupertino, um, where the Apple... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where the Apple headquarters are. Uh, there's a great Mexican restaurant in Los Gatos. Los Gatos, California. Cute town, actually. Um, ta -ta -ta -ta. Red Becky, where is the old Brunswick? I don't know, it's a great question. Should we type in Brunswick uh, in England and see where that is? Because it's obviously in England, isn't it? Brunswick. So there's one in Massachusetts. No, there's one in M.E. What is M.E. in, in a state in the U.S.? That's got to be... Min Mass no. M-E. It's not Michigan. It's not Massachusetts. It's not Mississippi. M-E. I don't know where M-E is. I've got to type it in now. Maine. Maine. So there's Brunswick in Maine. Just Brunswick, not... So maybe it's from there, actually. Uh, Brunswick, UK. United Kingdom. Brunswick Village in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Or Brunswick in Hove... Brighton, there's a, there's a bunch of Brunswicks in Bracknell, fucking Bournemouth, mate, fucking Swansea. Um, so there's a bunch of them. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not done what I'm doing, mate. Have you ever been to the TT race? I don't know what a TT race is. A time trial? No. Uh, I have not. Alex Javier, ¿has pensado ser profesor de inglés y francés? ¿Pagaría por tus clases de seguro, Paul Taylor? Um, have I thought about being a, a, an English or a French teacher? Uh, I'll pay for those. Uh, you, no, I mean, all through my... Here's the thing. It, any language students out there make some noise if you're at university studying languages? How many times have... Uh, other people your age at university studying another language, or sorry, studying another topic, being like, oh, what are you going to do with a language degree? You're going to become a teacher? Ah. Um, fuck those people. Uh, because, you know, you study languages at university. It's a great idea because you can do whatever you want, wherever you want. Um, you know, I got a job at Apple as an international global trainer, uh, training instructor. I mean, that's a pretty fucking good job. And all I studied was languages. That's it. I now do comedy in languages. Um, Language teacher, yeah, I could probably, I couldn't be an English teacher because I don't know how to teach English. I don't know how the English language works. I have no idea grammatically what is going on with our language. I know that in France you learn like three things uh, in like the present tense, the past tense, and then like the fucking whatever that other tense is called, where you go like, go, gone, went. I don't know, go, <laughs> went had gone. I don't know what the, I don't know what the three things are. We don't learn English that way at school. So I don't know how you're learning English, but it's not the way that we learn English. Uh, so I've got no idea how English works. I know how French works because I studied it and I speak it and I know how Spanish works. So I could be a better Spanish teacher than I am or than I ever could be an English teacher. Uh, I mean, I, my, my, I would teach 
Spanish, basic level Spanish, because I know how the structure of the language works. I know the tenses. Uh, I know how the grammar works. I've got no idea how English works. I've got no idea. I, it, not even the slightest clue. You say words to me in English, I've got no idea. Um, so, Pockrash Joy's a language student. Um, no, not really. They're all joint honours with economics or something proper. Matthew, you're a cunt. Uh, something proper. Uh, go fuck yourself, mate. I did, uh, mine was a joint French and Spanish degree, nothing else involved. So fuck you and your proper, something proper, what do you call something proper? Economics, to then go and be a cunt at a bank for a couple of uh, years and then realise you're depressed as shit because they're overworking you and then you go home and you cry and you're like, oh god, what am I doing wasting my life away doing this shit thing? What did I study economics for? Oh, to be this twat. And then you, you then figure out, you know what else I love? Donuts. And then you open a donut shop and you fucking love life afterwards. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, Aiden, unfortunately, to be an English teacher in France, I have to do five years of uni even though I'm British. So annoying. I don't think that's true because I have friends who are English teachers in France and their only qualification is that they are native English speakers. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Maybe you need to teach English in a university, then you need five years of uni. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the regulations are, but I have a ton of English friends and English like speaking expat friends that teach English at schools. They teach it online. They teach it at language uh, schools. And their only qualification at the time was that they're English speaking. That's it. That is it. Um, <laughs> Bratislabat. I imagine him shouting and traumatizing pupils during his class. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would be amazing. Maybe maybe I'll say maybe that's what I'll do. To be honest, maybe I'll just take a, an English language learning class, whatever, and I'll just teach English. Fuck it. Uh, mm -mm -mm. I'm doing Matthew. I'm doing French and German. You're a legend. You've gone from being a cunt to a legend. Whee! Half of the people I know are joint with history. Yeah, I I, I understand. Um, Matthew, I wish you luck learning French and German at university. And, uh, mate, you can do whatever you want afterwards. Just, um, just, just, I don't know. Good luck. Carlos Camejo says, cunt at a bank. A great job description. <laughs> I put that, that, if that's it, ah, oh, if that was somebody's LinkedIn job profile, what's your job? A cunt at a bank for how long? The last eight years. Uh, I only say that because one of my best mates was a cunt at a bank and then he then went on and created a startup of his own and then sold it um, and is now rolling in money. Show me the money. Um, so at least I've got an investor if I decide to open a comedy club in France uh, that's an English comedy club in France. Um, Mathilde, being a teacher isn't the best. We are underpaid. Yeah, you're way underpaid uh, for what you do, teachers in general. Uh, so yeah, that's also you know a part of the a part of the 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 reticence. Is that an English word? Reticence to be an English to be a teacher. Um, I mean, listen, I feel like I can be an addition to the teachers. I feel like the teachers can be very serious and teach the language seriously, and then they can use my videos to. Uh, 
teach people how to shout in English and how to swear in English. That's uh, very useful, especially if you find yourself working in London or New York or any big city that's in the English speaking world and you have to shout at people like everyone does because everyone in a big city is an asshole because um, we all live on top of each other and we hate each other. <sighs> Maria Perisco, you would make an amazing interpreter, translator, and we would be colleagues. Um, yeah, that's the other, I, I actually enjoy doing that, to be honest. I enjoy um, translating stuff, uh, like comedy stuff, like from a language, you know, I mean, I do it for, for me all the time, because when I'm on stage and I'm doing jokes in French, but I've, I've written them in English in my head, or the opposite, trying to find the equivalent thing is uh, is always super fun. Uh, so yeah, I, I what, what, feel like I did that for some, I did that for a radio station in London in my last year of uni or my second year of uni. I worked for a radio station. It was like a, a pirate French radio station run by some gangsters. Um, and I had to, they wanted me to translate some stuff. I don't even remember what I did. Sorry, I'm just pouring shit off of my, my, one of my good friends uh, gave me some of the best uh, dessous de verre coasters uh, uh, with the, uh, the the lyrics from, uh, what do you call it? Uh, from Daft Punk. Uh, one has got stronger on it. Uh, these are like nice black leather uh, coasters. Uh, better, which is the one I was using. Stronger, better, faster, harder. Now, uh, I just realized these could also be uh, used during sex. Um, what's the order of those? Harder, better, faster, stronger. I don't even have the song in my head. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't, I, who cares? It doesn't matter. Write it in the comments. Uh, what's the correct order of those? Yeah. <sighs> Larry Golad, best way to improve your English, go have a pint in an Irish pub every day. Exactly, I completely agree with you. Uh, best way to improve your French, go have a coffee at une terrasse. No, don't, because you're not gonna improve your French. Because the thing about pubs, the difference between pubs and uh, like les cafés parisiens ou, ou français is that there's more of a, what's the word? Ah, oh, I've lost the word. I can't speak English today. Uh, more of a, there's more of a convivial feeling to a pub than there is a, a terrasse because when you're on the uh, a French bar or cafe, you're like seated two by two or five. There's seats everywhere. No one is stood up at any of these places, so it's all unconvivial. You don't really meet anybody at a cafe and a terrasse and all that kind of stuff. Um, whereas when you're in a pub, everyone's stood up and you're at the counter. You're trying to squeeze through. Sorry, mate. Excuse me, mate. Oh, you got a weird accent. Where are you from? Fucking. You meet people in pubs. Um, that's why they're called public houses uh, because it, they're they're convivial. And that's it's one of the. If I'm honest, it's one of the things that I do miss about the UK. I don't miss a lot of things about the UK, um, but the two things are speaking my own language. Uh, normally, and as opposed to speaking it like like a non-native person, so the people understand what I'm saying. Uh, and pubs, fucking love pubs. Now that I don't drink alcohol anymore, I mean I do drink alcohol. I've gone back. I'm back to drinking alcohol, people. <laughs> I say I'm back. I'm not really back. I mean I had a couple of glasses of champagne yesterday. 
using my coasters that my friend gave me. We, had, we, we, we were invited to a brunch uh, to some friends and uh, they're from Champagne. And so we drank champagne because they're from Champagne and uh, their taste in champagne is very good. Uh, and yeah, I had some drinks in New York. I didn't get shit faced. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm back on it, but not really. In the sense that like I'm drinking, you know, I'm able to just drink when I wanna have a drink and then not drink when I can't be asked, which is the perfect balance for now. Uh, it just needs to not... Tomorrow I'm doing Sous Écoute with Mike Ward. Mike Ward, uh, renowned drinker, and his podcast, uh, the kind of concept of it is that you get drunk during the podcast. So I'm going to not drink tomorrow. There you go. Hey! Hey! Um, Paul has gone roast turkey. I feel like that is a joke. Because, oh, cold turkey, there we go. Yeah, when you go cold turkey, it means you stop drinking roast turkey. We're back on it, woo! Um, I mean, I'm not. Uh, Red Becky says it's a balance, but it's a slippery slope, Paul, I know. No, I tell you what I've done. In my mind, I've gone, all right, do you know what? Do you know what, mate? Um, I am gonna uh, allow myself to drink until the end of February. Uh, I did the opposite of dry January. I didn't drink for a year and a half, and then I started drinking in January. Uh, <laughs> it's not true. I started drinking at Christmas when my mum was over. Because, uh, you know, we, we, we had a bit of fucking champagne at home for Christmas. Um, but I've, I never really got hammered. When was the last time I got really shit drunk? It was in Portugal. Um, for that awful show in Farrell. What was I saying? End of February, I'm going on holiday to Thailand with my wife for two days. Two days? That would be fucking great, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? It takes you two days to get there. You're like, ah, oh, two days of paradise. Time to go home. Although I did do that to Hawaii once. Uh, it wasn't a holiday. It was a work trip. I flew to Hawaii for three days and then flew back. 24 hours to get there. Uh, 72 hours there, 24 hours back. But I was 24 at the time. Um, anyway... I feel like for the holiday, there'll be some cocktails involved on the beach in Thailand. I can hardly say no to that. Um, just as long as I don't get, we can't get shit faced. We're, our daughter's with us and uh, she'll be waking up and she's sleeping in our room as well. God, parents, how do you do it when you go on holiday and you stay at a hotel? How do you do it to not have to pay two hotel rooms? Cause I mean, I don't wanna pay a separate room for the little one because she's the size of an elf. So she doesn't take up, she takes up barely one bed. She's got, she doesn't even take up a bed, but she's too big for a baby bed. But if she sleeps in the same room as us, she's gonna wake us up. We're not gonna sleep properly. It's gonna be a fucking night, two weeks. So it was either, A, you can pay like a thousand euros for a hotel room for two weeks, or you can pay 2,000 <laughs> for two rooms. It's like, nah, mate, I'm not getting two rooms. So. Parents, I don't know how you do it, to be honest. Um, NP says, put her in the bathroom and lock the door. <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, ta ta ta. 747, Paulette. I imagine you work for Airbus. No, that's a Boeing, isn't it? It's a Boeing 747, Paul. It's an Airbus A380. Hello, Paul. Just listening to you from the very beginning is great. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, I appreciate it too. Uh, Bridget Leonard, leave her with your mum for two weeks. Impossible, Bridget. There's no 
it is no way in shite uh, that we could leave her with my mum for two weeks. I think she'd come back, to be fair, she'd come back fluent in English. She'd be fluent in Irish when she got back, but she'd probably have uh, a broken head. Because <laughs> she'd leg it out of the window. My mum's place is small, so she'd just run and my mum would be like, Jesus Christ, come back here! And uh, she'd go down the pub and have a couple of pints and learn better English. Way. Um, so, um, mm -mm -mm. how about booking a bigger room like a suite with two rooms? It's the same difference. It's still really expensive. Um, has anyone got actually any real take your mum with you to babysit? We could have. My mum would have actually probably liked that. My wife probably wouldn't. And I would get, we, no, I'm joking. Like, here's the thing. We could, but my mum's also traveling for 16 hours. It's difficult for her to get to Paris, um, health-wise. So, Thailand, unless you want to come, mum, and then let me know. Too late. Um, give her three shots of whiskey before bed. Yeah, good. Uh, Est-ce que tu penses la mettre dans une école anglaise? Yeah, I think we're going to have to at some point. Uh, when she's a little bit older, maybe. I don't know. It, we're still trying to figure out the schooling situation. Uh, because right now, obviously, she's in French school. Eh, her level of English isn't great, except when mum comes over and she gets to speak to her in English. But it, her, her level of English is like the level of English of a one-year-old, um, which is normal. So we're trying to figure it out. We'll, uh, we're not stressed about it. We'll just we'll, we'll see how our life plays out uh, with me doing comedy in English. Uh, and then uh, we'll take it from there. Do you know what I mean? Um... Nikita, 1971, uh, is your room soundproofed because your neighbours must enjoy your laughter fits? It's kind of not really soundproofed, I don't know. It's a shed at the end of the garden, um, which I found out through that wall there is another shed. It's the neighbour's shed, which his son, or their son, uh, lived in there for a bit. But I think he's moved out of the shed at the end of the parents' gardens, who, is the, who are the next door neighbours. Um, so there's no one in there. But yeah, I don't know if they can hear me or not. But now the guys came, like the builders came to put a hole in the window to ventilate because there's not enough ventilation in here and I was getting condensation. So now they've drilled a hole in the... So I, my voice is probably going out, Nikita. Uh, it's probably the thing. Um, uh, right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know what we didn't do last week, which we're going to do now, is uh, some terrible translations. Um, because, you know, why not? You guys send me the funniest translations that you find out and about uh, in real life. And then uh, you uh, send them to me and we talk about them on the show. And we didn't do them last week, so I've got a bunch to get through. I do have one that I took in New York. Uh, because it's never not funny. Where did I take the picture? Uh, why didn't I send it to myself by email? Because I'm fucking idiot. Um, is this the one? No. Uh, oh, here we go. This was in some coffee shop. And uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, these are Nom's organic beta. <laughs> organic bites. They like bites in the US. I've realized everywhere I went, the word bites was everywhere. They like little bites because they, they don't have time to sit down and eat. You don't fucking time. Uh, so they just take stuff on the go and little bites. So these are noms, 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 uh, organic penises. There we go. There's one for you, Mr. Crosby. Hey! Um, 
So there we go. Good way to kick it off with a bunch of dick. Um, right, what else have we got? Uh, Gmail, let's go. By the way, if you want to send your terrible translations in, you can uh, to terrible translations FTW at gmail.com. FTW was the original name of this podcast. Uh, I should change that email address, but I'll keep it for now. Terrible translations FTW at gmail.com. Um, let's start with Aurélie Sacré. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, in a restaurant. Paul, I've seen this terrible translation in English. Entry dish, dessert. In a restaurant next to Gare du Nord in Paris, where people don't get naked and throw shit at each other. Before coming back home in Lille the other day, after your incredible show at Le Zénith. Ah! Oh, thanks for coming to the Zénith. It was really great to see your last show in French and English. Hope you'll come back to Lille for your next show. I absolutely will. Right, let's have a look at this. Um... Rue de Faubourg Saint-Denis. Uh, right, menu. Enfant, menu express. Entrée, plat dessert. Entrée, plat dessert. Entry, dish, dessert. Desert. Oh, God. That's, I mean, yeah. All of that's wrong, isn't it? Entry, dish, dessert. Oh, how, is that how you spell dessert? Desert? D how do you, I don't even know how you spell it in English. Right. Express menu, kids menu, entry. It's not entry. It's, uh, what is it? Starter, main course, dessert. Or if you wanted to be American, you'd call it entree. What do they call the mid? No, sorry. Uh, appetizer, entree, dessert. Um, dessert, okay, uh, is spelt with two S's. Correct, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks very much uh, for clarifying that. Menu, five, choice, a la carte. I like how they couldn't be bothered. I mean, we say a la carte, don't we, to be fair? A la carte. What did, how have they translated that? Entrée plat dessert. A quarter of wine. <laughs> oh, great one. Restaurants are the best at terrible translations. Henry Lowe. Blue Monday, no more. Hi, Paul. It's Henry Viralilia um, here who shows up from time to time on your live stream. Hello, Henry Lowe. Here's something that blew up today on social media. Pr Primer wants to give you a 10% discount to Manda... Pro Caralho or Blue Monday? Blue Monday can go fuck off. <laughs> what? The website has been changed apparently. Unfortunately, there's nothing they could do about the email blast they sent to all their Portuguese customers. Bonne continuation à ta carrière. J'ai hâte de voir ce qui suit. Thanks very much. Where have we got? Okay. Blue Monday. Mando pro Caralho. Because Caralho means fuck off in, uh, uh, fuck in Portuguese. Uh, or Blue Monday. Okay, what is Blue Monday? Is that like Black Friday? Is that the Monday? And that's Cyber Monday, isn't it? And so what was, they, what was that supposed to be? I wonder what the original English... What is Primor? Is pre, I don't even know what Primor is. Primor? Fucking amazing. Oh, what legends. Fuck off Monday. Maher Achamane Politi. It was great seeing you and Rolly last week at the Point Virgule. It was hilarious. Thanks very much. And enjoyed meeting the other dickheads as well. Here's one classic terrible translation from back home. Mate, you always send stuff from back home and I love it. Didn't really take this photo, but it ended up in my feed. You can buy some pregnant bags. <laughs> what? I would love to know what the Arabic actual translation of that is. Uh, pregnant bags. Oh, God. Let's carry some translate. Okay, no, I thought, oh, I wish I knew what that was. Pregnant bag carrier, pregnant bags. Oh, maybe it's because you're carrying the ba a bag carrier. I don't know. Pregnant bags. Oh, legend. Um, right. 
I missed Elizabeth. Elizabeth, uh, hello. This is not really a terrible translation, but I laughed a lot. Found these in Stockholm. It's apparently Japanese, and it looks like they have also targeted a French audience. The choice of name is bold. Thanks for the cool podcast. Appreciate you listening to the cool podcast. Uh, right, made in Japan, fabriqué au Japon. Le pe- <laughs> oh, no! Ah, uh, it's a bunch of pens called Le Pen. Like La Compagnie. Uh, mm, pastel colours. Ah, oh, I mean, that's a shame, isn't it? Marine Le Pen, made in Japan. That's kind of ironic that there's a company called Le Pen made in Japan because she would fucking hate that, wouldn't she? Good old Marine. Um, what's she up to nowadays? She started her own political party that's not the RN or the FN or whatever it is. I don't know what's going on. Mushroom Nerd, see you on the 19th in New York City. I did see you on the 19th. Hi, Paul. It was a pleasure to finally meet you. Uh, I'm working on the New York thing. See you in three days. Yes, we did see each other. I'm flying back from France uh, in a day, but here's a random Quebecois I spotted in Lyon and a salad a German friend has sent me that took me out now as a French learner. What? Okay, let's go for the French. Oh, no, no. This is from Germany. Delhi. Lecker, lecker, put <laughs> mit French dressing. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is great. Lecker, lecker, put. Putter. I don't know. I guess Adam. What does putter mean in Germany? Uh, it's a snack. It's a salad, and that's ironic that it says that it's got with French dressing on it as well. Oh, amazing, amazing. Um, Sasha says. That putter means turkey. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that is fucking funny. Um, would you like some prostitution turkey for your lunch? It's got French dressing with it. Oh, that's a great one. Love it, mushroom. Oh, what was the other one? Hold on, what was the other one? Kaline. Uh, Pain restauration. Colin. Oh! Yeah, that's from Quebec, but I, I, is that, is that in Germany as well? Colin. That's a nice way that the Quebecois say Colis, which means putain in French, right? You go putain in Quebecois, Colis. But if you're a kid, it's like saying punaise in French, Colin. Caline. But Caline also means to hug, right? Colin. Colin, Caline. But I don't know if it's spelt with the, uh, the uh, circumflex. Do you know what I mean? Tyler Haas, bad grammar, classic, not my photo. Here we go. Penis, broken, please use finger. What? How is that a classic? That's a fucking amazing. Penis broken, please use finger. <laughs> what? How is that a classic? I'm trying to figure out what that should be. A classic, penis broken, please use finger. Oh, pen is broken. Sorry. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Adam Robertson. Pen is broken. Please use finger. Well, it clearly wasn't broken enough for you to write the sign. Oh, that's obviously done on purpose, isn't it? Oh, shit. Wrong button. Um, next one. Florian Salvin. Right. He's just sent me a photo. This is an Asian fast food chain in Germany. I guess nobody told them that it could be read as Le Bourcup in French. Keep on making a laugh. Le Bourcup. Le Bourcup. Oh, Le Bourcup, not cup. I imagine. 
Oh, okay. Fine Asian cu cuisine. Le beau Le beau <laughs> Okay, the nice ass. I like it. Surely that's Lebanese food then. Because lebo, Leban Lebanese, is that an insult? Is that like a slur? Is that, a, oh, you, you, you lebo. <laughs> it sounds like it should be a racial slur, shouldn't it? You fucking lebo. Um, it probably means something in some language. Right, Linda. Uh, bonjour, Paul Tabarnak. Même sur ton site, on est un peu surpris, quoique maintenant, on sait que tu peux chanter aussi. Alors rendez-vous sur scène pour le concert du siècle. Linda Wonder Woman. What? Oh, she's translated my website into French. Okay, using Google Translate. So I go, live show, sign up to be the first to hear about any upcoming shows in your area. Put in your email address. By the way, uh, do that. If you want to find out when I'm doing shows, uh, then it's, it's easier for me to communicate with you and you will... Here's the thing. I just get fed up with every time I go on tour and I go to like fucking Lille and then two days later, I'm like, oh... Brussels, it's your turn. I'm coming to see you. Somebody in the comments will be like, Mais quand est-ce que tu viens à Lille? I'm like, fuck, I was there two days ago. And they're like, oh, I didn't know because they don't follow me online or the algorithm didn't push my shit. Anyway, let's see what it's been translated to in French. <laughs> concert en live. How have they gone live shows? I guess concert en live. Inscrivez-vous pour être le premier informé. Uh, des prochains spectacles dans votre région. Wow. Alright. I mean, they've done a pretty good job, but concert en live. <laughs> oh, mama, uh, Those of you who came to the Zenith, uh, you will remember my singing is utter shite. Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's 10 o'clock. Right, let's do a couple more. Aiden Vlogging. Bizarre name uh, for an optician store. Firstly, I just wanted to thank you for having looked through my YouTube channel. You're welcome, my friends. Keep going with the vlogs. I found a bizarre franglais name given to an optician near my apartment in Bordeaux. Take a look and see what you think. I personally don't think it has any meaning. Bisous, bye. Right. Be sense. Be sense. Vision et audio. Audi vision et audition. Okay, be sense. Bicense, bicense, bicense. I'm trying to think if there's a play on words. Bicense, bicense, bicense. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't work if you need glasses or ears, or uh, if you can't be sense. I mean, it reminds me, it, it be sense, as in like, hey. Have you got problems with your ears? Have you got problems with your eyes? Fucking be sense, mate. Just have some fucking senses. Just get your senses sorted out at our shop, be sense. Um, uh, people are saying Byzance. Byzance, maybe. I don't know what Byzance means. The pirates of Byzance. 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 Be it, I mean, it's this is already too complicated, isn't it? Um, Thanks, Aiden. Valérie Goyette, voici une photo que j'ai vue passer sur Facebook. La portion en anglais est floue, mais ça dit Do not dry clean, tumble dry low, remove prompty. <laughs> oui, prompty, et not promptly. Do not iron. Lavez à l'envers, lavez à la machine, à l'eau froide, et couleur similaire. Si, okay. Hold on. Oh, you see, okay. So in English, it said uh, do, not do not dry clean, do not tumble dry, and remove promptly. And don't iron. I think I've seen this one before. 
ne pas laver sécher. <rire> Do not dry clean. Ne pas laver sécher. Sécher, température, calme-toi. <rire> ah, that sounds like me. Or somebody saying that to me. Sécher, température, calme-toi. Calm down. Supprimer vite, ne pas repasser. Okay, ne pas repasser makes sense. Do not, uh, uh, do not iron. Calme-toi. What's the calm you calm down about? Tumble dry low. Remove promptly. Do not dry clean. Tumble dry low. I mean, that's amazing. Don't dry clean. Ne pas laver sécher. That makes sense. Sécher température. Calme-toi. Oh my God. Too good. Red Becky, one more. Oh, we've got two more. Let's go. Red Becky, Paul, here are a few examples of English. Getting the Welsh wrong, okay? Race. Race for food. Will hungry runners make a special effort to take part? What? Race for life. Race for food. So I imagine it says race for food. And they said race for life. Ah, <laughs> uh, Araf. That's the only thing I know in Welsh is Araf because it's on the driving license thing. Because you need to, whatever. It's a very British specific thing. Pedestrians look left. A temporary road sign in Cardiff, city, centre, urged English speakers to look left before crossing the road, but told Welsh speakers to look right. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, good work. Fucking racist English. Sign spelling gaffes from across Wales. Okay. Asda in... That city, Cumbran, accidentally offered free alcohol with a Welsh translation mix-up. Okay, so it's alcohol-free, but I guess uh, it meant al free alcohol. You can come and pick up the alcohol for free. Classic. Classic. <sighs> uh, and let's finish with Helen Clark this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've seen this one before. Avocat nature. Natural lawyer. You can eat a natural lawyer because avocat in French means lawyer and uh, it's natural. Natural avocado with nothing on it. I mean, doesn't, I mean, that, I mean, I mean, it looks disgusting to be honest with you. Um, avocat. Uh, great work, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Matthew Parsons. There are some absolute classic Welsh ones because they can never be asked to pay for proper translations but still have to do the bilingualism. It's very Quebec-like. Yeah. I imagine it. I imagine the same thing where they're just like, ah, fuck it. I mean, how, how, it's not, it doesn't cost that much money either. Do you know what I mean? It's just like how to piss off an entire country by just getting um, the translation of something wrong. It's, it, it's, again, Red Becky, uh, free alcohol in Cardiff. Correct answer. E, watch out. E. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Margaret Phoenix, where do we sign up for your updates? On my website, paultaylorcomedy.com. paultaylorcomedy.com. Uh, if you go to the tickets part, slash tickets, uh, you'll get there straight away. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you, you, you send me, I, I haven't sent an email to that group of people in about four years, five years, whenever it was, 2020, for four years. Um, so uh, I will send out some emails because I might do some secret shows in Paris. Uh, and about, you know, and not announce them on public, on social media, just to see, you know, if, uh, just, guys, I can't be asked doing stuff on social media anymore. I just want it to die. I want it to end. Um, so, yeah, if, uh, you'll also just be the first to, to, to know about stuff that's happening. So, you know, I won't, 
I'll, I mean, I'll, pro I'll probably won't send more than an e email a month. And I don't even know when I'm sending the first one. But it will be when I've got something to announce. That's what's going to happen. Probably when Bizubai comes out on social media. That's when I'll do the first announcement and I'll announce whatever else I've got to announce at that time. Um, uh, but for right now, you can join me every Monday at 9pm uh, live on YouTube. Or you can watch me back and listen back to the show uh, on your favorite podcasting app. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Monday Night Live. If you're hanging around on Patreon, I will see you in a couple of minutes. Uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, you can come and join me on Patreon, uh, where you help support me uh, by buying me, uh, you know, beers virtually, and it helps for me to pay for all the equipment that I use, uh, microphones, cameras, that kind of stuff, um, and anything else that I'm doing on my own, basically. Uh, it helps support me as a comedian. So you can join me over there, and for that, you get an extra episode of Monday Night Live every week. I hang out for another hour after this uh, hour. And then you get uh, exclusive access to a bunch of stuff that's already on there. There's over 100 hours of extra uh, exclusive content for you. Uh, so, you know, uh, that's where you can help to support the show. That's it. Patreon. I'll see you in a couple of minutes. The rest of you, uh, thanks for being here on a Monday night. And uh, I'll see you again next Monday night. Um... From here, I'll be, I'll still be in Paris because I'm doing fuck all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'll see you next week. Be easy, bye.